Welcome back to For the Love of Men. My name is Courtney Shand and I'm hosting with Brianna Mosier. And the intention of the show is really to bring together men and women in harmonious partnerships, really highlighting and activating each other's masculine and feminine core to bring out the best in each other. Mm-hmm. So, Brie, tell us who you are, what you do, who I what am, what magic you bring. What magic I bring. Hi, guys. Hello. <laughs> uh, I always get frazzled in the intro. Uh, my name is Bree, and I work mostly with, I would say, women, mostly women who are entrepreneurs, driven, ambitious, and are wanting to bring out their feminine energy both in their business and in their relationships and lead their lives with pleasure. My work is a lot around sexuality, orgasmic manifestation, and feminine energy, and I love it. Mm, so fun. Yes. Courtney. So fun. Tell me the Courtney magic. Yeah. So again, my name is Courtney Shand. I really specialize in helping build healthy partnerships Mm. between men and women. I help both men and women in engaging more of their empowered masculine energy so that they are able to approach partnership from an integrated whole space and really honor each other in their natural kind of environment. So understanding masculine and feminine um, individually and how that works together. Mm-hmm. Love, love, love helping that be the full authentic expression in the container of partnership. So great. Yeah. And brilliant at it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I love it. Where's the crown? Literally and figuratively. <sighs> on my head. <laughs> yeah. actual, on my head. actual crown on her head. Yeah. As we discussed last episode, mine's built in. <laughs> <laughs> so, ooh, zing. Okay. Um, <laughs> Courtney, I'm just, just whipped my hair over my shoulder. I'm just, she gave me a hair whip, which is the equivalent of what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of female language. <laughs> which is so perfect for today, because we're going to be talking about female friendships, yes. what it takes to stay healthy, and how this work, the polarity that we talk about, incorporates into all areas of your life. Something I'm super excited about. Bree's super excited about it. Mm-hmm. We decided what to talk about, and we were both like, yes. This is the thing. This. So, feel free. Do you want to start? Do you want me yeah. to start? Yes. Yes. Female friendships. What's our first... Courtney and I always come up with talking points because we do... I know I do the feminine squirrel brain. Um, okay. What makes female friendships work? My biggest lesson in having authentic relationships in general, but especially female friendships, is authenticity. Like the ability to be seen, the willingness to be seen, to show up authentically, to clearly communicate what's coming up for you instead of wounded feminine, as we talked about in the last episode, if you guys listened, we have a whole episode on wounded versus healthy feminine energy. I think it's episode five. Yeah. Yeah, the very last one. Where we can go into pettiness and passive aggressiveness and not showing up fully authentic, like watering down, kind of anticipating the other person's needs and changing what you're really needing to suit them. And it brings out our codependency and it just gets so messy. And what I found to work the most is authenticity and then trusting that the other person can handle the authenticity Mm. and hold themselves should it be triggering or uncomfortable for them. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's so important. Like if you are expecting authenticity in your relationships, you also have to have that belief that they can handle it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where it gets so sticky. And we'll talk about that later on. But that's where it gets so sticky is that we just don't trust that other people can handle all of us. Yeah. And so we water down. We don't speak our truth. We don't ask for what we need. All the things. Yeah, our codependency goes full swing. Yeah. But the question was, <laughs> Thank what you. makes them work? Thank you. Remember what when makes I said them work? We squirrel brain. That, we do. Hi. <laughs> I run the club. <laughs> and I wear the crown. <laughs> so what makes them work, though? What makes them work? Authenticity. I do think authenticity is so important. And I also think that there is... Um, This, I think there's a willingness piece because friendships actually do require a certain willingness to engage on that level. Yeah. There's a lot of women I see that um, operate from more of that like guarded space, that kind of wounded masculine front. Mm -hmm. Um, 
that they're just not actually willing to show up to the table in that way. It takes a little vulnerability. I know when Mm. you moved here, we talked about like putting yourself out there in a whole new city. Yeah. It's vulnerable to have to put yourself out there, kind of like online dating. You know, Bumble has a friend version. Mm -hmm. It's the same same thing of putting yourself out there of like, hey, what I really would love is a type of friend that I can do this with, that I can have these kind of experiences with, Mm -hmm. um, and getting clear on that. So maybe clarity and willingness, I think, are probably two really important pieces along with authenticity. Yeah, that's so true. Willingness. Mm -hmm. And you go first in that, right? In your authenticity. I often, my experience in female friendships has been there's so much leadership available if you're willing to go first in authenticity and truth in in all relationships obviously but when you show up and my experience has been when I show up and treat people how I want to be treated and listen the way I'd want to be listened to and share the way I want the other person to share there's a permission slip for oh wait I can I can say what I really think with you I can say no I, I can say yes like there's space for me to navigate how I'm feeling about your behavior or my behavior when you show up that way in the friendship there's leadership available and then a permission slip to the other person to do the same that gives me chills so good yeah oh I love that when you said um about giving permission to say no Mm -hmm. like how important that is we can't say yes if we can't say no yeah and part of authenticity is being able to say well that doesn't work for me right no I can't do that yeah. And have limits and honor that. Like, wow, mm. beautiful. And I've seen that in being friends with you too. There's mm. such a space for, if this doesn't work, let me know mm-hmm. up front. Not just like, hey, I have this favor mm. and I expect you to do it. <laughs> and if you say yes and you don't mean it, then you'll resent me. And if you say no, then I'm going to resent you. Yeah. <laughs> so much messiness. Yeah. 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 And I think that's so something that I've really learned in in being friends with you, actually. Aww. This feels really tender. We're like, so this sweet. is vulnerable, guys. We're just letting you in. Um, <clears throat> but what I've learned is like letting there be limits and trusting mm. that you can handle them, but also knowing that it's safe to speak up for what I actually need in order to maintain my integrity mm. and I think that's what we both really value is like integrity in the friendship which yeah. means I get to stay whole you get to stay whole yeah the friendship stays whole it's so true the friendship can handle it if both of us are whole yeah and I think that's beautiful it's so true and part of why we just celebrated our friend anniversary. friend anniversary. we really did we need a bigger <laughs> celebration sidebar <laughs> <laughs> we've been we've been busy lately I was Podcasting. Maybe like a bouncy house if you're at <laughs> a carnival. No? I don't know what's so weird about that. Anyway, so also what I've learned from you. Courtney is passing it. away right now. We need a bouncy house. That would be so fun. Because oh I know my. you like the trampoline. So. I do. I have a, a rebounder, a mini tramp. It's so cool. And I love it. Um, thank you for saying that. Mm-hmm. And I also feel the same way. How do I communicate this clearly? I think what we share in our mindset is something we learned from Leah, one of our mentors. Mm-hmm. When a door closes, it's if you stare at the closed door, you get stuck there. But really, there's a bunch of open doors available to you. So if Courtney were to say no about something, I wouldn't be like, I wish she would say yes. Say yes, say yes, say yes, like staring at the closed door. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, well, that's not meant to be. So we'll find a new solution. Okay, what works for us? So there's no harping on it. It's like, I trust that Courtney navigates her alignment and will communicate it to me. And if it wasn't in alignment for her, I wouldn't want her to do it anyway. Because mm-hmm. I know what the edgy resentment feels like long term from a friend. I actually don't want it. So thank you for doing me a favor of telling me your truth. Right? Brilliant. I don't want your resentment. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I think one of the beautiful things of being friends at a, um, you know, not like a long term friendship we met in person yeah. A year ago. Yeah. Well, year and some change. Here. Sorry, a year and some change. Um, but we had known each other online mm-hmm. from a course that we took. And sure. so like getting to meet in a place of um, aligned values and like learning the same thing and like yeah. agreeing on what healthiness is made it super easy to upfront set that as the expectation of like, mm-hmm. I don't want for you to ever experience resentment towards me. And mm-hmm. therefore I'm willing to take the minor paper cuts as they come mm-hmm. to avoid this like whack, you know, yeah. like massive blow to the knees um, later on. 
Yeah. It's and true. so I think that's made it a lot easier. I realize that not all relationships are like that. Some of them are long-term and there's a little shifting and we'll talk about that too. Mm. But I appreciate that about you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really, what I always tell Courtney is it's easy to win with her because she's so upfront. This does work. This doesn't work. Like, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I gotta tell this story. It's not really that funny. It's funny to me. Um, one time we were talking about who was going to drive and not a big deal. And I was like, Courtney, uh, I can drive or do you want to drive? No. That was Courtney's response. <laughs> no, don't want to drive. So drive. Okay. Thank you. Amazing. There was a time in my life where someone could have asked me that and I would have been like, well, do you want me to drive? Would it make you happy if I drove when I really didn't want to? And so what's so great about you and why our friendship works and a permission slip for me is you will shoot me straight. And that's why it's so safe to be friends with you. You'll say no in a really, Courtney Courtney needs her own language. It's like the most graceful way to say things to people. It's magical. That's what you help your clients with, I'm sure. Thank you. But she'll say these things and you're like, okay, I know exactly where she stands. There's no messy, murky energy. It's very clear. So it's easy to win and it's easy to keep our friendship clean. I don't ever wonder if there's resentment from you or from me. It's like, yeah, everything's clean. And from this place, we can create the show and other things and have fun. Because shit's not piling up in the background. Yeah. We're not keeping score. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think I really want to share. I hope that this is not too much. So time out me if it is. But um, like there have been moments where we've had to confront each other about mm-hmm. things that don't work. Yeah. And I think on both sides, mm-hmm. like, hey, this actually is rubbing me a little bit wrong. We'll be mm-hmm. headed into murky water if we keep going in this direction. What do you want to do? What's an example? Um, it's okay. Whatever you want to share is okay. Like a couple weeks ago when... Um, when we were having a hard time coordinating oh, schedules, time. and I was like, I'm noticing my anxiety is rising because mm. I expect that we get this on this day. Yeah. We either need to course correct or mm-hmm. I need to work on something. <laughs> Something's <laughs> not working. Something's not working. So I just scheduling conflicts. Ske- yeah, we were just super busy. Mm-hmm. And, and this is not at all to blame you. But mm-hmm. I loved how you, and it was such a like corrective experience for me in mm-hmm. female friendship because. All I had to do was just present it, that this isn't working. What do you want to do about it? Yeah. And you were like, well, this is what I can offer or this. And I was like, great, let's take option A. Mm. And it hasn't been an issue. So, like, I mm-hmm. appreciate that part of friendship of, A, being able to talk about things cleanly that aren't working before they get to be these huge things. Yeah. You know, like, while it's a paper cut, let's put a Band-Aid on it instead of letting it fester. Resentment um, in the background. Yes. Yeah. Toxic infection level um and that it's a non-issue moving forward that there's like an accountability if it does slip it's like on your radar and it doesn't slip yeah it's not like this consistent like okay well we're back at this discussion again Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so i appreciate that i think that's important for what makes friendships work is that level of accountability that willingness to take accountability Mm. and the willingness to hear when the other person's upset by something that you do right like by one of your choices sometimes other people react to our choices mm-hmm. and we still get to be accountable to them for the sake of the relationship yeah. without taking on their blame mm-hmm. does that make sense mm-hmm. I said that? totally yeah. yeah so i really appreciate that about you thank you yeah yeah i feel like this whole what makes it work focal point for both of us is authenticity to avoid resentment yeah <laughs> Truly. And, and and with authenticity, I think there's grace and compassion and love for the other person. Like real empathy around. I'm not... Sometimes the word authenticity, I'm curious if you've seen this, if noticed this too, can be like, well, I get to say what I want to say, mm-hmm. however I want to say it, because I'm being authentic. And it's mm-hmm. like, no, that's pretty wounded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's actually a lot of wounded energy. Yeah. So to be authentic is to you know, know what's yours and know what's theirs and communicate it in a way that you would want to be communicated to. It really goes back to kindergarten, right? Mm-hmm. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to, if I give Courtney feedback, it's going to be like, I know I'm quite sensitive. So I'm going to craft it in a way that is also sensitive to her because we are all just learning and we have our stuff. You know, you know what I'm trying to say? Communicate yeah. it with love, not this like, I'm unapologetically authentic. Mm-hmm. 
but with compassion yeah. <laughs> and yeah. conscientiousness yes. for the other person. Yeah. 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 And I think that's part of it too, is like learning what works for the other person. Like mm-hmm. you're just kind of, it's sort of like dating. Friends is like dating. Like you're just totally. sort of learning what works for you and what doesn't. Does this still work for me? Okay, let's hang out again. Like it's, you know, even on the platonic level, it's not like you're ever going to get out of that curiosity range of like, hmm, this is important to you. Is this important to me? Mm -hmm. Not really, but I can, it's not not important to me. So I'm willing to like support her in that. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Not a deal breaker. Let's keep hanging out. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that kind of is what is so cool about you start refining friendships based on your set of values as you become more of an empowered feminine energy and have your own back and like your own masculine energy supporting you you're not needing them to be exactly like you Mm -hmm. they can see you for who you are and support you for what's important to you without completely um I don't want to say being on board because they are on board, but like it can be more important to you than it is to me Mm -hmm. and not take away from the friendship. Does that make sense? Totally. And I think part of what you're getting at is not shape-shifting for the other person. Yeah. 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 And celebrating them for them being them. Mm -hmm. Like why would we be friends with people that we're just innately annoyed with or grossed out with? You know, like that's a mismatch of the values to me. Um And I think I take that more seriously now than I did in the past. And I've had good friends through the years. And I think the ones that I've really been able to invest in are the ones that I'm able to show up more of myself. And I feel that. That has its own feeling. Mm -hmm. Same thing with dating. If you don't feel good around the other person, the odds are pretty good that you're not able to be fully yourself. Because being fully yourself feels awesome. Feels so good. Yeah. And so I love that question. I always go back to that. Leah Lake said, how do you feel when you're in his presence? And how do you feel when you're not in his presence? Those are like two key questions. Same thing with dating. Like, how do you feel around this new person? Yes. Or your old friends, whatever, whoever it is. Yeah. We don't tune into that, I think. And as women, we're kind of, we operate in a system of not tuning into that so that we can adapt and stay in the tribe. It's so true. And get love from everybody. Yeah. Right. Right. Which is, I mean, you know, it's a brilliant strategy for what it is. But we don't need to survive but we don't need the to survive anymore. No, no. We don't need it anymore. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. compassion for what it's serving. Right. Right. Yeah. I think my most uh, authentic, connective friendships are the ones that truly, like, celebrate me for who I am. It, it, the most out there things. Because um, I don't, I mean... Gosh, I think about my line of work with orgasmic manifestation and sexuality and feminine masculine and being an entrepreneur and psychic mediumship work that I do. That's a lot of like left field for people. So to be able to, I think to show up in the container of friendship first took me being like, wow, I think all this is really fucking cool about myself. I'm actually, I'm like really deeply love it. But there was a time when I felt like, is that too much? It's such a feminine wound. Feminine energy wound. Am I too much? Am I too much for people? And when I didn't feel that way anymore, and I started getting friends who were like, uh, that's fucking awesome. Cool. Uh, can I take your courses? Can you tell me about it? Can we talk about it? I want to tell you what's coming up for me around this. And then you get these people that are so in alignment with you. But again, the first step is your relationship with yourself. Like, can I unapologetically love all these pieces of myself and celebrate them? And you'll bring in people who also celebrate them. Mm, yeah. 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 And that's part of it. And I think that's the cool part of like unfolding or like peeling back those mm. layers. And this can be done in new friendships or old friendships. Mm. Um, the point is that it, in my opinion, needs to be done. It yes. deserves to be done. Not needs. It just deserves to be done. Totally. Yeah, to, to be authentic in a friendship, you have to love your authentic self yeah, and lead with that. You show up in a mask, people fall in love with your mask and the presentable side of you. Been there, yes. done that. <laughs> I got the t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. So. And you know what's so refreshing is that when people do show up as the like quirky left field version of themselves, mm-hmm. which it does take a lot of courage to own those parts of you. Yeah. And you get to be around people that are also courageous enough to sit with those parts of you, even if they don't feel like, well, that's not something I would study. And 
I can appreciate that you like it. Right. Like it can be just a neutral ground thing. Mm-hmm. Um, again, a little individuation I think is necessary in order to get to this level of friendship. And that's something that I talk about a lot is that process of individuating when we're kind of stuck in that childlike role mm-hmm. where we're still like seeking love from everyone and needing everyone to be exactly like us to feel safe. Mm-hmm. It's kind of this wounded um, approach to connection where it only feels safe if you're exactly like me. Oh, yes. The alternative of that is that I have to be just like you mm-hmm. for you to feel safe or else we can't connect. Mm-hmm. And so that like growing up process and maturing process is partly to have your own back enough that you can be stable if, you know, six out of ten things are cool to me and cool to you. Awesome. We can mm-hmm. talk about those. You know, right. we've got a huge language to work with. Mm-hmm. Four out of ten, I know nothing about. Cool. Tell me about it. Right. What's your experience? I can be curious about that and not mm-hmm. feel threatened by it. Exactly. Yeah. So, oh, interesting point you bring up, Queen mm-hmm. Courtney. Feeling threatened by other women. Oh. So, because so many women want, at least with my realm of clients, right? Like I work with entrepreneur women, driven, successful. They're like, I want other women in my world who are also entrepreneurs and also driven and also successful and working in personal development. But with that comes the willingness to navigate intimidation and being threatened by another woman. Mm -hmm. What has your experience been like in, have you had that experience and how have you alchemized it? Yeah. I mean, I've had that experience in this container, Mm. like transparently. (laughs) Okay. Like there's things that like you're naturally good at. And I'm like, man, I wish I was good at that. Mm. And there are times where I've had to like actually pull myself through. And I'm like, you know what? She's friends with me because I'm me, Mm. not because I'm her. Mm. Because that's my tendency is to just mirror back to you what's cool about you. And I've had to stand up. Those are the times when you probably notice me be like, actually, I think blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And mm-hmm. it's a little bit like confrontational and like yeah. a little rub, not mm-hmm. quite like. I haven't noticed that. I do. Okay. <laughs> it's a for me. Thank you for and sharing that's it. for you. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like I noticed that where I'm just like, oh, there's a tendency. And it's I if I'm not aware of it, it's in our body. It's like it, yeah. biologically we are meant to out perform and out attract Mm. the next woman yeah Alison Armstrong talks about this and that was the first time that I was like that's exactly what it is because I used to be so ashamed when I would feel jealous Mm. of other women and now it's like wow she's awesome Hmm, there's a little bit of jealousy and I can rise to that yeah and I get to still be friends with her not from a place of like I need her to pick me to to be worthy but like cool she gets to add that to my like my circle of skill set. I don't have to be good at that if she's good at that. Now we can just be friends and when I need that, we can kind of barter in that domain. So it's like giving me a ton of freedom Mm. to actually sink more into what I'm naturally good at. Just seeing you shine and be what you're naturally good at. Mm. Thank you for sharing all of that. Yeah. What a like not easy thing to say. We haven't talked about this. This is news to me. This is, yeah. So how wonderful that you shared it. And also there are things about you that I think all the time, like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Courtney's amazing. I don't funk. Like, how does she function? How does she do that? (laughs) Your organization, planning, execution is so much better than mine. Sometimes I can be this like, Floaty, free love, <laughs> little like feminine muddy duh. I mean, don't get me wrong. I have empowered, great empowered masculine energy and yeah. run an awesome company and all the things. But yeah. Courtney can be so great at organizing, executing, and planning and a word wizard. Thank like you. the way that you say things, I go, I know that she thought about this for so long. How she landed on this gentle, compassionate answer, <laughs> I have no idea, <laughs> but it comes out so perfectly. And Thank I have experienced feeling the same way. Like, how yeah. can I talk like her? But I'm realizing I don't need to, right? Yeah. We can, you can be here and I can be there and yeah. learn by absorption, uh-huh. just being around you, yeah. how to speak in that language. Yeah. 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 And I think that's also what works between us is that mm. we have enough empowered masculine energy to, again, hold ourselves. Yes. Create a like chasm between us so that we're not absorbed, yeah. but also um, appreciation. Yeah. And I think that's what fuels that empowered masculine in you mm-hmm. and in me. Like when you appreciate the skills that I'm good at, it reminds me, yeah, I'm good at this. This yes. is what's unique about me. 
not in a she needs this from me so I'm going to keep performing way but like this is the gift to the friendship is like Mm. this is my contribution she's got contributions too and I get to appreciate those so that I don't have to keep working on that skill set and feel insecure all the time like she's got that I can trust that and keep focusing on like what's my lane it's so true Mm -hmm. Courtney and I talk around in the background a lot about how we're so similar and aligned on the things that deeply matter but we have such different flavors yeah. of teaching it. And working with Courtney, I can pretty much assure you would not be the same as working with me and oh, vice yeah. versa. Yeah. Because our angles are so different. Yeah. But you're going to learn pretty much the same thing. Yeah. With, with different edges, right? With different emphases, of course. Sure. Because um, we have slightly different backgrounds. But we've really celebrated each other's different. We always say we compliment each other so well on the show because we're not, we're similar enough for it to work and there to be synergy and different enough to bring different perspectives and understandings. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just think celebrating each other's differences is really great. Yeah. And not being threatened by it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I will say, it's kind of like when we started celebrating men mm-hmm. and the ways Ugh. that men are men, when we would see, I think if you haven't listened to, I think episode four about men, yeah. Bree and I started, um, <clears throat> texting back and forth every time we would see an empowered masculine energy person yes. doing something. This guy held the door open for me. EM sighting. This EM man was sighting. playing for his, yeah. Hashtag EM sighting. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it trend. Um, <laughs> this man was playing with his kid in the park. EM sighting. All these things. And I think that when we start to point out and particularly emphasize good things in other people, not only do we sense the appreciation and we're drawn to that, but they're actually going to be drawn to that too. Mm-hmm. So like, when we can point out each other's strong suits, it kind of calms my nervous system, at least on a like feminine level, calms my nervous system. Like, okay, yeah, I'm seen. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Cause that's really the fear when, you know, you do feel threatened is like, I'm not going to be seen. I'm not going to be chosen. I'm not going to be protected. Right. Threat. Ah! Yeah. It's like death level threat in your body. And if you don't know that's happening in your body, you can't separate that and create some space between that. You're not going to approach it from a space of, I can create safety. I'm not actually under attack. Right. I can approach this and see what happens. Um, And there's a little bit more ability to be curious. Curiosity Mm. takes a lot of courage. Mm, Yeah, such a good point. And if you don't have that discernment, and your EM online and willing to sit with yourself. In female friendships, my experience has been a lot of bringing each other down. Yeah. Especially if you want to, if you are friends with or want to be around and create a circle of successful, amazing, brilliant women. Mm-hmm. When you have those women in your space, if your wounds are activated and you're going, oh no, pick me, choose me, I'm not good enough, the tendency can be to go, well, she can't be that great. Oh, that's the dishwasher, I think. <laughs> if you guys hear it. The ice machine. It's okay. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> we're alive. We have ice. <laughs> um, we do have plenty of ice. Uh, what was I saying? Um, when your wounds get activated around yes. successful women. Right. The tendency can be to go, oh, well, she can't be that beautiful and smart and have healthy relationships and be wealthy and be successful. She must be evil inside. I bet she hates herself. I bet it's all out of insecurity. Mm-hmm. Like your ego will do anything to make that person bite-sized and manageable because mm-hmm. it's difficult for us to think if she's killing it, why am I not killing it? Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh. Instead of going, wow, that woman's a permission slip for me to be fully fucking awesome and successful and brilliant, we go, I need to tear her down so I can feel better about myself not being quote unquote perceived adequate mm-hmm. in these areas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we recently started noticing that. Even subconscious bias of, like, catching. Mm-hmm. Why would I do that? You know? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. And, yeah, this is permission to evaluate yourself on this level. Mm-hmm. And I want to just normalize it because... We all feel that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bree's one of my dear friends, and mm-hmm. I just shared that there's times where I'm like, ooh, I noticed jealousy. Okay, mm-hmm. great. Yeah, I'm human. And... When you don't notice it is the problem. Right. Noticing it is not the problem. That's a great thing when you notice it because then you get to consciously do something with it. Yeah. When you don't notice it, that's when it sinks in the side and then you're like dagger to the yeah. rib cage of a friend when they're, you know, in their vulnerable, like joyful celebration. You're like, well, remember <laughs> that time? Right. 
Well, she doesn't have a boyfriend, so she can't be that happy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's the worst oh, one. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. I mean, there's so many ways that it plays out. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so for me, I think there's a ton of freedom in recognizing it and not making the recognition of it be a bad thing. The awareness is the first step Awareness to is a great thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's required. Yes. And mm-hmm. when you can celebrate it, it locks it in your brain that, hey, we're looking for, we're looking for awareness. Right. Because then your brain's going to get going in that direction instead of avoiding it. Right, right. Make right. it a positive experience. So true. Mm-hmm. Um, what is our next, what do you feel drawn to shifting into <laughs> next? We've talked a little bit about the sneaky ways that friendships get off balance. I mm-hmm. think there were a couple things we talked about that might be worth exploring. Sure. But I also love, we've talked about what healthy feels like too. And I think there is this kind of like, refining process Ooh. of your friends yeah you want to go there yeah 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 okay so you're listening you're hearing what healthy looks like you're mm-hmm. inevitably having a conversation with yourself around are my friendships healthy mm. do i show up authentically do i share my truth do i allow other people to share their truths <laughs> courtney and i both went <laughs> so hard yeah easier sometimes to speak your truth than allow other people to but oh, yeah. you know how am i showing up in these containers because again you know the healthier you are you'll attract healthier friendships my experience has been and i've observed with my clients that there's a period where you're coming into being a healthy partner friendship partner relationship and you evaluate and there are certain people that are no longer aligned so the this is kind of a crude way to describe it, so take this with a grain of salt, but let's say when one out of 10 vibrationally, let's say you're a five when you meet all these friends, right? You're a five out of 10, like you're kind of great, kind of not good, happiness, satisfaction, alignment level, right? You meet all these friends who are also a level five because you kind of attract that energy. And then you start doing this work and you start getting healthier and communicating better and being more expressed and stripping back the layers. And you're rising into level seven, if there were layers, uh, levels, which there are not. <laughs> now, when you look at these people who used to be your friend at quote unquote level five, it feels like something's off. Like, I can't quite relate. I don't know why it just doesn't feel the same anymore. I feel kind of pulled down when I'm around them. And I used to feel like they were at my at eye level and they're not. And there will be a process where those people will either come with you up into seven or they'll fall away. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the falling away process and the rubbing up against you being a seven and them being a five can be extremely triggering for them and triggering for you. And you can battle with loyalty. You can battle with the length of time you've known them. Mm-hmm. Family, if you're related to them, mm-hmm. can be the hardest. <clears throat> so there's often a falling away process. Some people will come. Some people will not. Same with relationships. Mm-hmm. Romantic. Some people will come with you. Some people will not. And it's all well, fine, and good because when you release them, you actually have a new vibrational vantage point where you attract in friends who are even more aligned. You know, Courtney kind of shared that I moved to Nashville. Uh, I moved to Nashville about a year ago, and I met Courtney like I don't know, a few weeks in in person, um, and I was totally in a different vibrational place. But even now, from then. I'm at a completely different vibrational place. And Courtney and I have grown together mm-hmm. because we're both committed to that, like rising and being in coaching containers and really growing. Mm-hmm. But there are also people who I knew a year ago that I am not friends with anymore mm-hmm. because of all the growing and shifting. And mm-hmm. I had to let them go. Yeah. You know, so yeah. what's it been like for you? The shed yeah. process? Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's so painful. <laughs> yeah. like, I just want to normalize yeah. that too. It is, if you were to base, and this is where I think feminine energy work gets a little bit wonky because when you base everything on your feelings, this is not going to feel like the right way to go. Mm, Good point. This is going to feel like, (laughs) yeah, like the worst, but you know, there's like a deeper feeling of like, I know this is the route because, oh. Because it is for what's best. Mm. And that is that feeling of like trust when you have, again, have your own back. There's there's this like safety feeling. And I love, I think Leah Lake was the one that always says like, if it's 80% exciting and 20% fear, mm. that's usually a green flag. If it's the other way around or any less mm. than like 20% or any more than 20% fear, it's probably true. Like, nah, don't do that. Right. But when you start to discern that and you're able to see, like, do I need, does this relationship actually bring out the best in me? If not, 
what do I need to bring more of? Like, mm-hmm. what do I have to give myself permission to bring more of and see what happens in the container then? Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, then great, keep it. Maybe that's going to stay with you for a while. And if not, then um, I think this is where kind of staying in your own lane and staying in your own life raft again. Yeah. Leah, Leah <laughs> she just has great tools. <laughs> well, we met in a Leah container, so. Yeah, so that makes the most sense. But being able to just support yourself in the process and go with the flow and let go, and I think that's where a lot of the work happens is just letting go of what you needed it to be. You know, mm-hmm. grieve it. There's probably going to be a lot of negative feelings, which is why intuitively you're not going to want to go there. It's not going to make sense if you're basing everything on if it feels happy. Yeah. But there's a deeper feeling that's just this, like, wisdom and knowing and a discernment of this isn't going in the direction that I'm going in long term. Yeah. And I'm going to just release it. It might come back around. It may surprise me. Because when you've grown, I've grown as mm-hmm. a result, kind of because of that, like, okay, yeah. we're up-leveling. Here we go together. And that willingness yes. to step in and say, like, okay, I see more of you now, and it's giving me more permission to step up, and maybe vice versa. I don't know. But I think that's what healthy relationships, why willingness is why I, where I started. I think that's part of it is the willingness to either grow mm-hmm. and just see what the new version of them feels like and if it doesn't feel like you're aligned value wise then okay letting go is not going to hurt you either way yeah it's not like a detachment letting go it's a um not a cold detachment but like a hey i see you and if you need to grow in that direction right awesome it's great for you i'm staying here yeah right you because what's the alternative stopping growing personally so you're you know i'd be very weary of any relationship that's like you're changing and I don't like it and stay down here with me, mm-hmm. which is not to be confused with if you're going into maladaptive habits and changing <laughs> and people point. are like having Good an intervention, <laughs> you know, I'm saying if you're on this path, you are, if you're listening to this show, I'm quite certain, you know, if you're on this path of self-growth and relationships are falling away, can you trust that in the releasing of them, you're welcoming in better? Mm-hmm. and it could be that person it could be that person after they've gone through their own evolution and they come back mm-hmm. and the universe is helping you not go through a suffering period mm-hmm. together but it's always the knowingness that you can't be abandoned because you're never going to abandon yourself you're always going to have the ability to attract in new relationships and surrendering to that and then look back at evidence in your life where new people have come in and you just didn't expect it and now it's this glorious thing like Courtney <laughs> right yeah. moved to Nashville not knowing anybody you know, and then it just evolved into this, oh my gosh, are we friends? Are we best friends? Wait, are we going to do a podcast together? Like, you know, this whole thing. Yeah. So, you, yeah, surrendering those friendships, trusting the universe, trusting yourself, choosing yourself. A healthy friendship will never make you choose them over yourself. It's always going, and a relationship in general, it's always mm-hmm. going to be about honoring yourself first mm-hmm. and then coming into partnership or friendship. Mm-hmm. Both and. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, such a good point. Mm. Wow. There was something that you were saying about, oh, when you feel like you have to step back into a five, Mm. that discomfort is usually a sign that you are actually just needing to let that go and see what happens. Because what we do as women is we are so adaptive just naturally. And again, this is going to happen below our awareness, like on a body level. Yeah. We're just going to feel the tension and like autopilot. Yep. Mm -hmm. So like this awareness is powerful because when you become aware of it, I always encourage my clients to celebrate when you become aware of something. We usually beat ourselves up when we become aware of not having done the thing that we wanted to do, but we don't realize that that's the doorway into a new behavior is the awareness and so when you become aware that hey they're they're at a five and i feel like a five when i'm around them but i know myself to be at a seven Mm. and i'm moving in that direction i want to feel like a 10 you know like that's the direction that i want for myself and as you keep um letting that happen you know doing your inner work meeting new people experiencing new things that are enhancing that happening it's going to get easier because it's you're probably going to like crowd that out. But I love what you said about you're going to be wrestling with things like loyalty and longevity. Mm-hmm. and. But I should be a good friend because they need me right now. Yep. All the ways that our wounded feminine gets activated and we become the therapist. We become the 
basket holder, you know, for them to dump all their shit Mm. into and us carry it around, you know, that's just not what a healthy friendship asks of you. If anything, the things you put in my basket are happy things and they feel exciting for me to hold, Mm. not like heavy, deep things. And this is not that you can't support people in deep ways. Of course you can. Of course you can. Mm -hmm. And you do such a great job of asking if I am capable of holding a deeper something, Mm. you know, like, hey, I need to hold this really heavy something. Can you help me? Mm. Yeah, I can do this. Here's Great. what I have. Yeah. That is such... We could do a whole episode on healthy communication. That's one of the most profound things I ever learned to do because I used to be the person that people would dump on. And I think if I go into my wounded, it will be like, I'll just open my basket for some... Because mm-hmm. I love people so freaking much. Yeah, yeah. As most women do, we love connectedness. Mm-hmm. You know, so my wounded would be, I'll take all that for you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fix it all for you. I can handle it. AKA codependency. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly you're struggling, which means I can handle it. Right. I'll take some. Yes. And actually that isn't healthy, but our culture glorifies it as being generous. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what's actually kind and healthy is setting a boundary and saying, yeah, I have 30 minutes on my drive home. Do you want to talk? And then at 25 minutes saying, I have to get off the phone soon, but is there anything else you wanted to talk about? And before you even... What I was trying to say, I squirreled. Uh, one of the most profound things I learned was when I have something heavy that I want to talk about, I'll text Courtney or whoever it might be and say, do you have time and energy to hold space? I would really love to process something with you and I would really value your feedback. Like preparing that person for that I would love your support and this conversation might take energy. Mm-hmm. Are you available for this? Mm-hmm. The worst is getting a phone call where someone dumps and leaves and mm-hmm. you're like... You feel like they just stole something from you and Uh left. Uh Uh-huh. I'm sorry, what? So since, another example is since I started doing that with my friends, I've noticed that my friends now do that with me. Mm -hmm. They'll say, do you have space to talk about this? Mm -hmm. And also I have permission to say no. Mm. I know. Boom. I'll say no. They'll say no. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or yes. And then when they say yes, I trust them. And how great is that? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Because they mean it. Yeah. And the reality is, and I love Allison's model of this, Mm. stuff's jumping in our basket all day. Yeah. Like, there's things that just need to get out of my basket. My Mm. boyfriend does a good job of saying, is there anything else you need out of your basket? Oh, I love him. I know. We love Julian. (laughs) So that I can hold more. Yeah. You know, like, as women, we don't realize that, like, things are kind of, if you're walking around with this basket all day, and I loved this analogy, if you're walking around with this basket all day, like, things are literally just jumping in your basket all day. So the Mm. last thing that you really have space for if you haven't prepared it yeah is for your best friend to come and vomit in your basket like (laughs) first i've been collecting all these things this menagerie of things all day that i'm proud of and you just vomited on them it's okay um it's fine it's fine it's fine it's fine like the house with the burning behind it and the dog in front it's fine i'm fine yeah fine don't worry about it So, like, this is why it's so important, and I think a way that you can really set your female friends up to win is to know, hey, you've been gathering things all day, mm-hmm. you've got a ton of stuff on your plate, and what level of space do you have? Because I will, you know, maybe spread out what I'm sharing with yeah. two different people instead of putting it all on you. Like, that's okay mm-hmm. if you don't have capacity. It would be better for you to let me know. Right. And when you feel free to say no, that's a gift in the friendship. So I want to just normalize that too, because when you let your friends say no and deal with whatever that brings up for you, you're actually getting the best of them. Mm -hmm. You're getting the truth from them. And that is going to help you trust women more. Yeah. And women provide a certain type of support that we love men, but that men just don't know how to provide. It's, It's a different feeling would you say totally like to be supported by a man feels amazing Mm -hmm. and it feels totally different than to be supported by a woman yeah which is why we can like and appreciate both yeah yeah um is there anything else you for sure wanted to share in this episode and we can do an episode two also if you guys are loving this i feel really great but if you're loving it, you know mm. what you can do mm, What could they do? What could they do, Courtney? <laughs> what would feel amazing to us, if you love this, is to share it with your best friend. Oh, 
mm-hmm. in yeah. honor of best friendships. Yeah. Someone that you resonate with. Maybe you haven't had a conversation. Maybe you haven't had a DTR of your friendship. Yes. But you guys seem to just really jive. Send this to her mm-hmm. or him. Mm-hmm. I think it's also probably really juicy for men, too. Really probably excellent for men. I know the ways that I've shared, even with the men in my life, they've benefited from it in terms mm. of seeing me. Yeah. You know, they didn't understand, and that's okay. So share it with your best friend. Uh, I love that. And maybe even saying, I want to have this level of friendship with you. Like, I love you so much. I would love if we could bring more authenticity, more permission to say no, more asking to hold space for each other. What a great honor to each other. Right? My heart is singing. That would mean the world to me and Mm -hmm. you, Mm -hmm. I think, is what you're saying. And this, I think this podcast too can be an easy way to open that conversation. So it's not this big hairy thing like, awkward. I'm not feeling 10 out of 10 in this. You don't have to do that. You can just say, I heard this podcast and it really resonated with me. And I want to have this kind of connection with you because I think you're really awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and I like you. <laughs> and I want more of you. Yeah. And I want more. Because you're gonna... cool. Right. Yeah. We get, we get each other. I want to be closer to you. Yeah. Which is vulnerable, but you can handle it. I just, yeah. so... Anyway, we invite you to sh- share this with your friends who you want to have deeper connections with. Mm-hmm. And if you have questions about this or specific examples and scenarios that you're like, you know what? I would like Courtney and Bree's magical crowns bestowed upon this scenario. <laughs> Leave it to Bree's me. Bree's crown. <laughs> My innate crown. My Amazon crown. I need a real Amazon crown also. Well, you know. Um, if you have those scenarios, just message us, DM us. Uh, Courtney, what's your best way for them to contact you if they want to and or work with you or have a question? Yeah. So I put a lot on Facebook. I'm realizing just transparently that I do get a lot of Facebook requests. So if you're listening to the show, add me and then DM me and say, hey, I heard your show. It's going to like flag it in my mind. Sure. Not that I'm going to come after you and sell you with anything, but it would just mean a lot if you introduced yourself. Um, and not just hi, because I get lots of highs. Hi, so, I listen to your show. Hey, it's I awesome. listen to your show. My name's so-and-so, and this is what stood out. That would mean, oh my gosh, that would mean the world to me if I heard that. Yeah. Or at Courtney underscore Shand on Instagram. On the Instagram. The Instagram. The Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we, uh, I don't know about you, but I really do answer all my DMs. I really try. Yeah. I, I try and I get overwhelmed. So I'm just saying that, that I get a little inundated mm-hmm. and I will respond for sure if you say, hey, I listened to your show. Totally. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. Would make my day. I would yeah. screenshot it and send it to Courtney and go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, someone listened to my show. They liked our show. <laughs> We're going to have a party. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, we're, we're I only say that to say I don't want to offend people that just say hi, because I'll say hi, and then they'll <laughs> say hi, and then I'll say hi. And it's like, okay. Um, Tell me who you are. I want to know who you are, or yeah. I'm going to redirect my focus. Yes. So yeah. Facebook's probably the best place, and inst- Instagram is, is a good one, too. And what's your website in case they want to work with you? Yeah. CourtneyShand.com. And right now for the holidays, I have a group, a women's only group, also in the process of building a men's program. So just a little FYI, I'm also taking male clients right now. But for women only right now for the month of December, I have a supportive container called Arise. And it's all things healthy relationships. It was kind of designed for dating and relationships, but we all know that all the boundaries come up around the holidays. Mm-hmm. Family, friends, long-term friendships. Yeah. Why aren't you married? Those kind of questions. How to navigate those things in a supportive environment. That's my intention for designing a rise through the holidays. Mm, so, so good. I'm yeah. sure it's going to be a great program. I feel really excited about it. Yeah. I love it. What about you, Brie? Where will they find you? Where will you find me? I love the Instagram. She's it's, so good at it. <laughs> thank you. It's at Building Brie, B-R-I. And you can DM me with questions or anything like that. Or if you want to work together, I have one-to-one spots. I have a great mastermind of uh, ambitious, driven, entrepreneur women. 
mm-hmm. who are learning to be in their feminine energy, to work with spirit, to lead their lives with pleasure and orgasmic manifestation. And that container is brilliant and it's high touch, high level. So mm-hmm. if you're wanting more support like that, uh, that's a container I would recommend. But I also have this really awesome masterclass, Deep Diving Orgasmic Manifestation. Ooh. Yeah, it's really good. And it's going to be in December, December 2nd, so it's coming up really fast. Yeah. Uh, if you want to jump into that, you'll learn all about the power of pleasure and manifesting from that energy and how to play in that current of life. So if it interests you, I think most people just know. They hear the word and they're like, I want to learn about that. Something in my body just woke up when she said that. I need to be in it. So I'll put the link in the show notes for you guys. Otherwise, Instagram's the best. And, oh, I have a solo podcast called Manifestation Queen Radio if you want to learn all about manifestation and business. And that, that, yeah, that's where I am. Other than at Courtney's house every Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) So guys, if you love the show, please send it to your BFF. Yeah. And With a little love note saying, hey, I see this in you. And I want this with us. Let's be besties. Let's be besties. Yeah. We love that. Healthy relationships, again, go across the board. Mm-hmm. We talk about polarity and dating. Just but the same skills apply in healthy relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Maybe we'll do a second episode I on think this. So. I think so. The like polarity concept. Yeah, we need that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, otherwise stay tuned for more stay tuned for more screenshot the episode put it in your Instagram story tag us at building BRI at Courtney underscore Shan mm-hmm. S-C-H-A-N-D yep 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 <laughs> it's German <laughs> it's amazing tag us we want to repost you we want to send you all the love we we because the show is fairly new we really do get jazzed oh my gosh like we sincerely throw parties with each other. (laughs) Because we just love doing this and it's such a gift in return to know that people are actually getting value out of it. And we know you're listening because we see the numbers. Yeah. (laughs) So say hello. (laughs) Yeah. Don't just creep. Just say hello. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. (laughs) All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week. See you next week. Bye.